You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage, another Saturday morning uh, extravaganza. You know, we have... a great show lined up. Tell them about the show, Al. Well, we've got uh, Trevor Hutchinson from Crown, who's going to talk yep. about rust protecting your car. And, uh, you know, they got great product. I get my own car done. I know, Dave, you get yours done, too. We've got Tina Wong, the government relations specialist for the CAA, who's going to be on our show. And she's going to tell us the breaking news about which road in this province is the worst one. Dave? Yeah, you know, and we also uh, want to remind everybody that we're giving away four triangle tires for your car or light truck installed at Al's Garage. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you enter the contest, just go to davescornergarage.com, click on the on the entry button, and all we want is your email address, your postal code, and your phone number. And we won't abuse it. It's The bottom line is... Um, we got over 500 entries yesterday. Can you believe that? Wow, everybody wants free tires. And the good news is yeah. you can be either all season or if you want, you can get your winter ones too, eh? Yep, you can get your snows. Winter. Or your trailer tire, whatever you want. We do, they don't care uh, as long as it's a car or a light truck. That's the bottom line. Right, and uh, they're great tires. They've been around for many, many years, although we may not have heard of them locally. Uh, it, it's a huge company, eh, Dave? Uh, over 40 years in the industry, usually majoring in the construction industry. And uh, the bottom line is, you know, the tire industry is kind of uh, convoluted. Everybody builds for everybody. So I was going through the list the other day and like Bridgestone, Michelin, most of those people build either in China or in India. So being an Asian product is not detrimental. These are decent products and uh, everything has to pass the government uh, specification. So you know you're buying something that's safe. That's right. It's like when you're buying something at Costco or a a big box store like that. Yeah. They they do private branding for everybody, you know. Yeah. So there you go. So. And we have an interesting conversation coming up. Al and I are going to talk about being in the ditch. And I don't mean getting your car full of mud. Uh, Being in the ditch is really a serious problem in the industry right now. Uh, It's being helped a little bit because the uh, used car values are high. But let's talk about being in the ditch uh, when we come back after break. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. If you've got a car care question, you're welcome to give us a shout. Uh, otherwise, grab your coffee, grab your cold drink, relax. It's going to be a hot one out there today, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. All right, we're back. All righty. We're back. This is Dave's Corner <laughs> Garage. My name is Alan, and you, we got forgetful down at the cottage there. And uh, Yes. You know, our guests today are going to be Trevor Hutchinson from Crown and Tina Wong from, who's going to be talking about, of course, the worst roads in Ontario, worst roads in Ontario, I should say. And that could lead you physically into a ditch or a big pothole. But for this segment, we're going to talk about how you can be financially in the ditch. 
Dave, you know, I get the uh, yeah, I was going to say I get the automotive news uh, from the States and the automotive news from Canada, which is a trade paper. And the headline reads dealers are not making the most of gap insurance. And so what is gap insurance? Gap insurance is if you write your car off and you owe more money against the vehicle than it's actually worth, this insurance policy will actually make up the difference. And why is there a difference? Because used cars, when they roll off the dealer's lot, usually lose 30%. So as soon as you hear that bump, bump on the curb, it just costs you probably 20 grand of uh, equity in your car. Let me just put it in a, a more simpler terms. And basically, you know, people have not been aware of it, but, you know, all of a sudden the car, they get in a car accident. Maybe the car is only a year old and yes. the insurance company cuts them a check, but it's not for the full amount that's owing. And that's the big surprise. That's the gap, correct? That's correct. And the gap is between $7,000 and $8,000 on average. Whoa. And the owner has to come up with that difference. And, uh, so, so tell, tell everybody, you know, why do we end up getting into this problem in the first place? How does it happen? Well, there's several reasons, and, it, and it's, it's getting alleviated uh, just as we're talking. But the average vehicle price right now is about $40,000. That's the average car. Wow. When you consider there's a lot of, you know, $19,000 cars out there, it's the average car is selling for forty grand. Mm -hmm. So what happens is they put a small down payment down, and they, they borrow the money. Uh, it's inflated by the taxes. You, we have sales tax, you know, HST. We have air tax. We have tire tax. We've got all these PDI and freight, and we've got all these inflaring, inflationary uh, add-ons to the price. And what happens is you owe way more money than you actually have in an asset. Mm -hmm. So unless you run this deal right to the end, you're going to be in the ditch. And the second problem is, is when you're trading this vehicle in, if you're trading it against a new one, and you're trading early trying to break out of your contract, you've got to carry that overage with you. So there are companies around, such as Walkaway, that uh, will actually uh, cover you with gap insurance. But the reality is, it's getting better. And it's because of the pandemic. How's that? How, how, could, how could anything improve because of the pandemic, except for PPE well, because sales? Of the well, okay, because of the pandemic and because of the chip shortage, there is a lack of new cars out there. So people are buying used cars, and there's a lack of used cars out there. So what happens when there's a lack of used? The price goes up. So the, the, the trade-in value of your used car has been escalating, and it's brought down this disparity uh, about 12%. In other words, it's increased your value of your used cars around 12%. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's something to look out for. So if you're doing your homework and it's time you want to get, you got that itch, you want a new car, do your homework. Find out what your car is worth. There's there's websites like uh, VA, what do we use? VMR.Canada. VMR Canada. VMR Canada, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's very much like the black book, but it's very, it's very simple to use. I use it myself, and it'll show the wholesale value and the retail. So basically, it's going to show you a rough idea of what you're going to get paid if you trade your car yep. in, as opposed to if you fix it up, clean it up, and then try to sell it yourself the most you could possibly get for it that way. Yeah, vmrcanada.com if you're, if you're writing this down. So the, the bottom line, find out what your car is worth. See what the dealer will offer to you. But you should also remember that your trading has a HST value. So in other words, you get back the HST, whatever they give you for your car, they will credit you the HST on that number.
I find, too, a lot of people get fooled. You know, they may look at um, AutoTrader or Kijiji and see what people are asking yeah. for cars, right? But, but that's a lot of times those are people who are just fishing, eh? Like they're just looking to see if I could get this much money. So now average Joe thinks that, well, if he can get that, then mine must be close to that. But sometimes that spread is huge. And, you know, a lot of different factors. Even color. You know, they found, like, if you had a yellow car, it's worth more money than if it was a black car. It, it, even color affects the value of a car. The condition of the interior is extremely important. It's got to look fresh. It's got to look clean. It can't be scuffed up. Um, you know, all these different things. So what I would do if I was going to trade my car back into a dealership, I would run it back into a cleanup shop, uh, have it, uh, you know, cleaned and, and serviced, and then take it into the dealership so there's no question about its condition. Exactly. And then, of course, if you're going to want to sell it privately, you best to get, take it in and get it certified or at least inspected to see what it's going to need to yeah. certify because it, it, it could end up costing you, for argument's sake, $2,000 just to certify a car. Um, what I always suggest to people is get that estimate and then go ahead and try to sell the car. At that point, when people call you, you can, accept, you can tell them that, yes, it's been checked, and this is what's going to cost the safety. So you've got yep. the option. Tell you what, for argument's sake, uh, you can either pay me the 16000 and I'll get it certified or tell you what, give me $14,000 and you can take it as is. So this, Exactly. Yeah, because sometimes you get hobbyists, people want to fix their own car or think they can save some money and do it that way. That's so another way of doing it. So just as a hint, uh, Elegant Motor Car, one of our sponsors, mm -hmm. uh, he can actually do a, a fantastic cleanup on the car if you're going to sell it. Uh, you can take it to car like Al or, or your local shop and get an estimate on, on what it takes to certify. And away you go. There you go. Speaking of going, we got to get out of here, but we're going to be back after a couple of things to, uh, I guess we call them commercials in the business. I got to run. My tongue is getting twisted. This is Dave's Corner <laughs> Garage. We'll be right back. What a gorgeous day is out there today. And, you know, if you've got a classic car or if you've got a classic boat or a regular boat for all that matters, why pay too much for insurance? If you, we can get you a special price, just tell them you know Dave. Uh, go to Dave's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to www.haggerty.ca forward slash DCG. And that way uh, you can get a great price on a car. Now, uh, in the old days, you know, I'm sure people remember there was a show called Candid Camera. Well, I'm going to mm. introduce you to, to uh, our Glenn, uh, uh, Dave's Corner Garage, very own Alan Fund, Dave Redinger. Dave, what's with the well, camera business? I got this email from Steve, all excited, that Pat Foran did an article about speed cameras. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's about 30 speed cameras in the city of Toronto, and they move them around. And in the la first quarter of this year, guess just guess how many tickets these things have generated. A gajillion. 80,000 tickets. And at the average price of what? Let's say $100, $200 per ticket? Well... It's more than that. There's court costs, and then there's there's that victim costs, and then there's everything else. I bet you it's three hundred and fifty bucks. Um, okay, times eighty thousand. <laughs> yes, which that's is an like awful lot of money. Two and a half million dollars. I bet it's generated for speed cameras. Alan, what kind of GPS do you use? Do I use? I use Google. Sometimes I use Waze, and and it's yeah, all, Waze. And it's always flashing to tell me that I'm going too fast. <laughs> yeah, but it's also telling you there's a speed camera at the next corner. <laughs> yeah, it does too, and that's the only good thing is that apparently we will be warned ahead of time. And of course, yeah. the other good part of this, Dave, is that 
although you're going to be paying a, a financial cost, you're not going to be getting demerit points, right? Right, because they can't identify the driver. The camera takes a picture of the license plate, not the driver. So what happens is it goes up against the car, and if you don't pay it, then it goes against your license. And then if your license gets suspended, then your insurance company gets involved. But anything prior to that, the insurance company does not know what's going on as long as you pay your fine. Well, the whole idea is this, you know, the city, the province has got this Vision Zero road safety plan. You know, it's a comprehensive action plan focused on reducing traffic. You know, it, it's almost daily. We hear about pedestrians, people on bikes getting hit by cars. We've we got to slow down, people. We've got to pay attention, right? Don't get me started on bicycles. I mean, those guys <laughs> don't pay any. <laughs> I wonder if a bike speeded through one of those cameras, if it would pick it up. I'm just wondering that. I, I but anyway, so red light cameras. I got one. You know, you were, we were talking about this on, on uh, the green room, yeah. but... I got one once from a customer at two and a half in the morning. He went through a red light. And I'm going, what are you doing out in my car at 2.30 in the morning going through a red light camera? Never said a word, just paid the fine, and that was it. Yeah, we just had one recently ourselves where all of a sudden in comes the mail, and here's this envelope. And it was, I, I can't, I don't remember what the fine. It was, it, again, it was excess of $100. And so I had to look in my reservation book because we give loaner cars to customers. And sure enough, I had to figure out who it was. I call a customer and he said, because it does show you exactly what time and what street you're mm -hmm. on as well. That's so, right. So yeah. he, he fessed up. But I, I'm sure we're going to end up with a problem down the road where someone's going to say, oh, it wasn't me driving the car. Um, well, we do have problems with uh, the 407 charges when I loan out cars. Exactly. You know, we get, you get those charges all the time. Well, we, used to, we have signs in our cars now that says, don't bring it back empty, but for sure don't use the 407 unless you're going to mm -hmm. take your transponder with. Because especially mm -hmm. sometimes it takes a couple months before the bill shows up, and then you've got to go hunt the person down. And, uh, and there's not, there, you know, with the 407, there's no picture of the driver, correct? No, no. Just a plate. And, uh, but, the speed, but red light ticket cameras are, are great. I mean, great in terms of quality. You know, it got high def. Uh, our friend Steve said he got caught recently through one. Well, there's a thing he says here. One viewer of CTV News Toronto got fined $180 for doing 70 in a 50-kilometer zone, and he was fined $325. I got a so question. So it's no joke. Question. Yeah. Yeah, Carlos was just saying here, you know, they set the camera up to, to take a picture, you know, when someone is speeding. What if you're just like two kilometers over the limit? You think you're going to get a ticket at that point? No, I think it, I think it's probably probably said like ten or fifteen. So there's going to well, be, even the even the police give you fifteen. Well, it depends where you are. They're not going to give you fifteen if you're in a twenty-five zone. Oh no, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, but, but if I'm you're sure on the highway, a, the percentage. Yeah. Exactly. On the highway, everybody. You know, it's funny because I I go back and forth between Sutton, Ontario, and Toronto. When I leave Sutton, Ontario, the speed limit is usually about 115K. Mm -hmm. By the time I get to the, the city, like Mackenzie Road, they're all doing 135. And what are you going to do? You either go with the flow of traffic or get run over. True story. So, I mean, True story. Right? I was so, going to say, my daughter lost. She didn't get her driver's license when she went for her G-test. And, and the reason they failed her was because of that. You know, she, she went by the, uh, uh, the uh, posted speed limit. And the, and the guy said, you're driving too slow. You have to keep up with traffic. I couldn't believe it. 
Yeah, you got to keep up with traffic. And they're all doing 130 because these cars, you know, it's part of it because the cars are so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing 130. It's quiet. It just moves along. It, it's When I was a kid, 130, man, you, your hair blew back. <laughs> That's why we have no hair anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We got a boogie because uh, time's a-wasting. And after the break, we're going to have Trevor Hutchinson from Crown talking about protecting your car from the terror of rust. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. I'm from Glen Allen Motors, and I got Dave up at the cottage, and uh, yep. he's, Dave is from Dave's Corner Garage. And uh, I just want to tell everybody, you know, last week after the show, I went and got my vaccination, and if you haven't got one or had just got the first, please go check out the Internet. You can find a clinic right close by they'd be happy to give you one now speaking of covid i i I understand covid affects our bodies but uh but trevor covid happens to attack your car body as well (laughs) morning alan that's an amazing lead (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's a professional (laughs) he really he really is i was so so engrossed in in your uh plug for the vaccination alan well there's no question that this this is definitely has affected it, but maybe in a way that people uh, don't think of, but certainly uh, you and David as, as automotive professionals in the mechanical trade would, would know this, is that we haven't been driving our vehicles as much over the last year. No question and, about that. And because of that, um, you know, our vehicles are meant to be driven. And from a corrosion point of view, when you don't drive your vehicles and get some, some air blowing on the chassis to remove the moisture in that, uh, things actually corrode while they're sitting there. Wow. Especially, yeah, too. I mean, things, the, sorry, Dave, go ahead. I was going to say, even brakes seize up and calipers seize up, and that sort of stuff seizes up, too. Yeah, we, we, so we see a lot of that when people come into our shops. And so in a lot of cases, you know, we're, we're telling people that uh, they need to go back to their mechanic uh, and take a look at these things. Uh, because, you know, we just haven't got out to do maybe our, our regular oil changes or regular maintenance because we, we feel we haven't been driving as much. But it, it's even more critical now to be doing the regular maintenance to make sure that we're, we're maintaining our vehicles. Did you find that you have uh, more warranty claims and stuff because the f- vehicles aren't being used? Um, our, our warranty challenge has been is trying because our our program is set up that if you know if, if alan brought his vehicle into us when he bought it say in 2014 as a new vehicle uh under our new vehicle warranty you have within 30 days of your anniversary date to come in every year he has a new vehicle warranty but what happened is going back to last year a lot of our shops were closed for eight weeks in some cases the backlog of being able to get customers in so they could fulfill their warranty requirements was a challenge. So because of that, we had to make uh, extensions uh, because through no fault uh, of the client at all, they they simply couldn't get into shops that were closed. So that's actually had a repercussion that we're still dealing with because of uh, the backlog. Uh, Traditionally, at this time of year, if somebody wanted to get into one of our shops, You'd be able to phone up, and in some cases, you know, could I get in today or this week? No problem. Right now, you, you, you still have to make an appointment 
uh, to be able to get in. And that, that's, that we're still trying to work on. But uh, fortunately, we've been able to uh, satisfy, uh, you know, the majority of people and get them in and make sure their warranties are maintained. You know, I was going to say that people don't realize that this is the right time to spray it because it's warm. Yeah, the, the weather we've had in May has been so unusual, and it, it's actually the the perfect storm of what we've talked about for for really decades now as to why the spring is the the best time to spray your vehicle, mm-hmm. but the most critical time from a from a rusting point is because we've had such massive temperature swings, and what that does to the moisture, uh, what that does to uh, activating the chlorides that were put on the roads months ago um, ha- has a big effect. Like you'll see now in your neighborhood, street sweepers going out trying to clean the roads. And, you know, they'll use a little bit of water and you'll see the dust kind of kick up. But you'll still see those lines that are on the road from the calcium and magnesium chloride uh, that's been spread or even the, the rock salt that was put down by the municipalities. And so... As soon as you add moisture to it, bang, and then the temperature rises and, you know, our humidity, once you get over about 32% humidity, uh, you've got the perfect area for corrosion. So, so cleaning your vehicle right now is, is really critical as well. How? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, there are a certain amount of people, though. I've got customers that have taken the insurance off their vehicles and stopped using them altogether. Um, uh, from, from your explanation, Trevor, it's, it's even more important because they're not being driven. But, but how do they do that now? Um. Well, we, we, we've had this situation with, uh, with the snowbirds for years mm-hmm. that, that have warranties with us. And I kind of compare it to that is the ones that take their insurance off and don't drive it for six months of the year. So we really try to work with, with those customers. We'll do an inspection on the vehicle because uh, we're not looking to get out of our warranty obligation. We're, our concern is helping people protect their vehicles. And um, although you can't force people to it, you, you try to do everything you can to make sure they're, they're looked after because our, uh, much like you, Alan, our, our business is, is so dependent on people coming back to us and, and trusting what we're doing. Uh, we want to do everything we can to help folks out. That's great. Your customer, yeah, and, 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 and besides, and you've got product for not just the bottom of the vehicle, you've got salt eliminator because you talked about cleaning your car. How many cars we still get into now, and you're looking at this big salt ring around the, around the carpet, so you've got salt eliminator it helps bust that and get it loose. Um, but again, you know, I, I guess you could even take it to a professional detailing shop as well. But you, you have product for the top of the car as well? We we do we do like we we have products like in one of our promotions that we're getting ready to run that'll start at the beginning of July for the summer is that we'll do the rust protection treatment but then we also do an application to uh, you know let's say beautify the vehicle we do a fast wax which is a spray on wax uh, and it's not going to be the same as as say you know getting a ceramic coating on your vehicle but it will give you about a month to six weeks of a really nice shine on the vehicle. Mm. Uh, And then we, you know, we do a tire treatment with it. And so our summer package is really going to be designed to kind of help people at that time of year, because we even switch into the summer, the type of uh, soap product that we use to wash vehicles with, because the, the environment's different. And so you need a different type of soap to make sure you can remove things like bugs 
that collect on the windshield and on the paint is different than when you're trying to remove salt off a vehicle. You know, Trevor, um, I tell him the story about the guy with the BMW because we're talking about trust, and I think this is one of the greatest stories I've heard in a long time. So um, one of our, our centers this week uh, had a gentleman that had booked an appointment, and um, when he booked the appointment, he said um, he was concerned about protecting particularly the chassis of his vehicle, and this was a BMW Roadster uh, convertible vehicle. So the gentleman shows up and, and uh, you know, in the process now, uh, you know, they're, they're sitting outside of our shop. So the shop's got a nice waiting area and they, they make sure everything's sanitized. And the gentleman says, though, I'd like to talk to the technician. So the shop makes the arrangement to do this. And then the gentleman starts explaining that in, this, in his vehicle, he had hit a curb and he had damage under the vehicle. And he wanted to get us to take a look at it. So he actually hadn't booked an appointment to get his vehicle crowned, but he was coming to us because he wanted to get our opinion on it as to what he could do about it. So, um, you know, the shop manager made sure that the vehicle was looked at for him and then gave him a recommendation of a couple of uh, very reputable body shops he could go to to get an estimate, you know, but explained that we couldn't actually do anything to help him right now. But once he had it repaired, uh, we would certainly look after it for him. See, so they trusted you with, for your opinion rather than the service that you're supplying. <laughs> That's right. And that wasn't readily apparent to us at the time because the, uh, the, the gentleman was pretty animated. And I, I guess as we kind of went through the story, realized, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the damage to the vehicle and what had happened. And, and this was going to be a pretty pricey repair for him. Um, but I think once once he left, I think he felt a little bit more comfortable that uh, at least he had a path now as to how he could get it repaired. Actually, that's well, a great BMW, point. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, yeah, I was going to say BMW means break my wallet or or uh, break my <laughs> go ahead <laughs> bust my wallet. <laughs> BMW. Okay, Al, take us out. Yeah, I was just going to say, Trevor, for people who aren't aware of it, you know, um, you know, after the car has been involved in a collision, uh, in a lot of cases, especially if panels have been changed, you guys do a respray, correct? Yes. We, that's right. We we do a free accident respray. So any area that's been repaired, uh, we will respray it for existing customers at no charge. And um, we we work very closely with with the automotive trade shops like that. That is a very uh, integral part of our business is working with, uh, you know, reputable mechanic shops and, and automotive body shops to help in, in, you know, preventative maintenance on the vehicle. And so it, it's a, it's a key component when a, when a body shop does work on it, or even when a, a mechanical shop, say like yours, you notice something on a vehicle and you recommend to your customer, I think if you want to extend the life of this, you need to do this. Uh, that That is, is so critical to our business because, um, you know, for us, we look at it not just as needing to look after the customer, but when an automotive professional's made this recommendation, uh, this is also a partner of ours that we have to live up to the recommendation they've made as well. All right, Trevor, thank you very much for joining us. I'm getting recommendation from our producer to get the heck <laughs> off the air. Uh, crown.ca, and it's with a K. Thanks for joining us. Check it out for your local Crown dealer. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be up. We're going to be talking with Tina Wong. Find out which is the road is the worst one in all of Ontario right after this break.
Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and my name is Alan Gelman. With me on the phone is Dave Redinger, the big boss, and, of course, we've got Tina Wong from CAA. And, um, you know, for many, many years, traditionally, we've seen the same roads in Ontario being bad, you know, especially if you're from the GTA. You know, Bathurst Street sucked, and Finch, and Steeles, um, and Eglinton, of course. But things are changing right now. Dave? Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I was looking at the list. Uh, I promised not to, but I did. And uh, it's it's all over the all over the province. Tina, talk about this. Yeah, so that's a key change we've definitely seen in 2021. This year's top 10 list has had a significant turnover with seven roads coming off of that provincial top 10 list and being replaced with new ones. Of course, we know there's ongoing repaving and repair work being done, uh, which causes a lot of these roads to have that turnover and come off of the worst road list. But we also think that the pandemic has been a significant factor in this. We know that Mm. there's been a big change in traffic patterns as people try to limit their mobility by staying close to home. They're shopping local. They're working from home. And so we're seeing different roads appear on the list as a result. So it's not Edmonton a case of they, still there. Yeah, it's not that they say, fix, oh. Yeah, it's not. It's not like they fixed the roads. We just got people no. using them differently. There, I think it's a bit of both, but I think a lot of it is also the pandemic is really changing how people use the roads and how and which roads people are seeing as a result. Tina, do you see? Um, you like this is really all over Ontario. We're talking Ottawa, Hamilton, Prince Edward County. Uh, where traditionally we were just talking about Toronto. Yeah, and so that's a, that's a really key change we've seen this year. Um, that probably has to do with a lot of people who used to commute between cities a lot and driving kind of between urban areas. They're now just really focused on their local communities. Uh, Victoria Road in Prince Edward County is a great example of that. Um, there's actually a neat story behind it. So it's been a road that's been on the county's radar for a while. It's been on the local residents' radar for a while. And this year, somebody actually rented one of those LED letterboard signs that you usually see on the side of the road when there's construction. And they wrote on it, Victoria Road, go to caaworthroad.com to vote. So people were very, very involved and activated and engaged. And this is a real example of a local grassroots effort, which is really the entire point of the CAA Worst Roads campaign. It's meant for all road users across Ontario to have the opportunity to nominate and vote for the roads that they believe are most in urgent need of repair. We know that decision makers plan all of these repairs ahead of time with their capital works and repair projects. But this once-a-year snapshot every spring to show which roads the public perceives are not meeting their expectations adds an extra layer of perspective. Interesting. You know, I'm thinking we may have something to do with this because our signal goes all the way from Kingston all the way to Windsor. So maybe the fact that you've been on the air a couple of times with us has affected the demographic of the worst roads. I'm sure it has. This year, we've seen a lot of activity and engagement from across the province, and we think that's fantastic. Interesting. So let's go. Victoria Road, Prince Edward County is the worst road uh, as far as Ontario is concerned. Next is Uh, Carling Avenue. Yep, Carling Avenue in Ottawa. 
followed by Barton Street East and Hamilton. Uh, It's the only Hamilton road to appear on the Ontario's worst road list this year in that third spot. Um, We know that Barton Street East is so important in the city of Hamilton. It's 21 kilometers long. It stretches across the entire city, uh, becoming the most important thoroughfare for all kinds of road users. We've got a hospital on the West End. We've got kind of commercial and industrial areas and properties on the East End and lots of residential throughout. So you've got not just high volumes of traffic, but also different kinds of vehicles and equipment traversing this, this road service all the time. It's it, Well, it's a commercial road, basically, with a residence on either side. Mm-hmm. So County Road 49, Prince Edward County, Eglinton Avenue, finally. But it's number <laughs> five now. Yeah. <laughs> well, both Eglinton Avenues East and West made the list. Uh, This isn't too much of a surprise to folks who work and live and travel around the city of Toronto. We do have that Crosstown project, which is the largest transit expansion in North America. Um, Metrolinx is making great progress on that, though. We know lots of the stations are still under construction, but... On the east end, uh, they've actually started testing those LRT vehicles last week. So we know that this is going to wrap up in due course, probably sooner rather than later, we hope. And as a result, we think a lot of those construction um, kind of related issues, such as broken and crumbling pavement, congestion, what have you, that will likely be resolved as the project wraps up. And Ottawa has two roads, Hunt Club and uh, Innes Road. Yes, along with Carling Avenue in Ottawa. So that's, oh, yes, right. that's a really neat change to see some Ottawa roads pop back up on the list this year. Uh, Hunt Club Road has made various appearances over the years, um, but the last time we ran this campaign in 2019, um, most of the roads were very Toronto-focused. So it's great to see lots of provincial uh, engagement and concerned road users right across the province telling CAA uh, what they believe are the roads that are most in need of improvement. So will the will the county or the city or the, the authorities now look at this and say, yeah, we better do something about it? Yes. So we know that municipalities and even the province, they plan these road repair and capital works projects years in advance. And they're able to do this because they know the type of materials that are being used to pave the roads, as well as the types of traffic and the amount of volume that these roads use. So they're able to estimate that life cycle and lifespan of the road and plan their budgets and schedules and crews accordingly. Um, But I've actually spoken to Mayor Ferguson in Prince Edward County, and he tells me that uh, even prior to this spring's edition of the CAA Worst Roads Advocacy Campaign, uh, Prince Edward County's council has approved funding to repair Victoria Road in addition to the ongoing maintenance that is usually scheduled for that road. So hopefully this is happy news for the folks of Victoria Road in Prince Edward County because their municipality is engaged and aware of the issues that they are constantly sharing. All right, Tina, keep up the good work. We do have to thank you. We do have to take a break. Have yourself a great weekend. Drive safe. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back in just a couple minutes.
You know, if things happen to you, you get a flat tire, your car doesn't start, you know, CAA is a great company to have, and, and they've got great drivers, and they're a great company. But, you know, when you have an accident on the side of the road or on a 401, for example, your head is messed up, especially if you've never been in one before. And horrible things have happened, and a lot of that has been to do with bad actor, bad tow truck guys. Dave, mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so the CAA actually had a campaign where they were trying to bring out uh, your rights, your towing rights. And uh, so they, I guess, because of their reaction or whatever they did, uh, the government has finally passed it. Woo! So now it has established a provincial oversight for the vehicle towing and storage industry. So how's that going to clean it up? Well, I guess, you know what, maybe you can't charge 125 bucks a day for storage, or maybe you can't charge $1,000 to tow your car off the highway. So these are going to you be know, specific guidelines that the tow truck industry or the tow industry has to abide by, correct? That's Yes, correct. And I think part of that is, you know, like access to your car if it's in storage. Up to now, I mean, it's been a hassle. Your car gets towed away, you got your personal stuff in there, and they don't let you touch your car. Yeah, we always hear horrible stories like that. You know, you mentioned Pat Foreigner earlier. I, I've seen so many where, you know, because people's heads messed up when they're in an accident and all of a sudden, you know, a tow truck shows up and it's like, you know, they, they pour on the, 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 the sweetener there. It's like, yes. I'm going to get you a, take you to a, a, a great body shop. We're going to absorb the, um, the deductible. We're going to give you a free loaner car. And people, they buy into that. But there's a huge price that they have to pay afterwards. Exactly. And the insurance companies are really upset about stuff like that. So I guess the insurance industry and the CAA together have got this thing through. And so now there will be a provincial oversight. So it means they'll probably have to be licensed and they may have to be trained. And there probably will be a a way of chargings that is more uh, fair to the public. The second part of that is they've they've put in a measure uh, more fines for high risk driving. You know, when you got these bikes doing a 200K on the 407 and they go by you in a flash, um, you know, the fines will be a little bit higher, more license suspensions, etc. So it's a pretty encompassing law. It's called Moms Act, M-O-M, Moving Ontarians More Safety Act of 2021. If you look it up on the Internet, it's interesting stuff. Great show, eh? Yeah, we had some great guests. We had Tina Wong again from CAA. We had our friend Trevor Hutchison. You know, there was a question that somebody emailed us, and we didn't get to ask him. You know, if you're park, if you're leaving your car on the side of the house, would it be any better to put a tarp on it? What do you think the answer is? I would say no. Right. I, I wouldn't put a tarp on it. I think you're just holding the moisture in. Exactly. So if you've got a car that's been sitting on the side of the house, uh, by all means, if it if it needs to get sprayed, get it started, take it to Crown. They will extend the warranty for you. It still needs to be done. And And from a mechanical perspective, like I've had people say, can you put that stuff on the brakes so they don't rust? No, yeah. you can't do that. You can't put a lubricant on a brake rotor, okay? So it is important that you do take the car out. And, and just starting it up and letting it run for five minutes and shutting it off is not quite the same. I mean, so often we see other parts of the car seize up from lack of use. You know, brake calipers, pads, parking brakes mess up. We've had where shifters uh, got seized. So a guy would call us up and say, the car starts, but I uh, moved the lever and it doesn't work. Do you think I need a tranny? Um, not necessarily. Maybe just the linkage gets messed up. Dave? Fascinating. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody, go to davescornergarage.com, enter the contest, four tires from Triangle Tire. It's a quality brand, and you're going to be uh, meet Al because Al is actually going to install them for you. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> and if you get a loader from him, just go on the 407. What the hell? I got to tell you, I, I may do the talking up front, but one of my tire guys is going to be doing it. I'm getting too old to bust tires anymore. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Al. And everybody else, enjoy yourself. Enjoy the heat because, uh, you know, six months ago it was 30 below zero and I was, I can't say this. Exactly. Couldn't get the floor. <laughs> and if you haven't been vaccinated, please go out and get it done. The quicker you get it done, the quicker we'll be out of this mess. This is yep. Dave's Keep Corner Garage. Up. Keep the signing okay. shine up. The greasy side yep. on the bottom, eh? Yes, exactly right. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Take care, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.